I'm Rhea Ray. And I'm Jen Blake. And this is the We Dare You podcast. Where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. We dare you. And ourselves. To change perspectives. Open your mind a little. And have fun in the process. Mm, I'm excited. Woohoo! Woohoo! Episode one. Mm, mm, mm. Do a little dance. Do a little dance. Do a little dance. How do we start these things? I don't know, so let's just get right into it. Okay. How's your week been? My week has been fine. Um, I went to an Insta-famous dentist. Oh, fancy. It was exceptional service. Like, I don't even know how... Is that the way you describe a dental office? Exceptional service? I feel like I'm talking about a waiter. But it was incredible. Like, I felt VIP. Mm. And I will officially be a brace face. As of November. Please. Stop. Don't make me self-conscious. I'm just... It's... No, it's okay. It's Thank okay. You. Thanks, thanks. Encouraging. It's only for a few, anyway, You're a right? good friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, and that's it. Oh, and I got addicted to Among Us because of you, because you told me to download it. Love that game. Yeah. Anyone who hasn't played it, I don't know if I suggest it, because I uninstalled it, and then reinstalled it, and then uninstalled it. Were you... Were you making room for your nudes? No. You're mad rude. Shouting me out like that, putting me on blast. <laughs> no, it's because I was in a trap and I was the imposter and I killed somebody and then they like pressed the, the emergency button and she and he was like, it's her, it's her, it's twist, it's twist. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> no, it wasn't me because you're supposed to lie in the game, right? He's like, no, it's you, you fucking bitch. I have your IP address. And I Whoa. was shook. Yeah, isn't that weird? Okay, but kids do play these games. It wasn't a kid. How do you know this? The language. <laughs> it was a full grown adult. I think bitch ranges from the age of four to 99 i was well whatever i was terrified i was like he has my credit card he has my passport oh the paranoia set in yes yes i was spiraling it was 3 a.m and i was like this person's from russia (laughs) (laughs) idea so i on it i literally closed out the game and like uninstalled it um how how was your week my week has been okay i have been overindulging in trash tv (laughs) 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Uh, it's my guilty pleasure. It takes all my worries away. Um, very entertaining. Is Darcy still on this? Yes, show? of course she is. Oh my gosh. She's kind of annoying. Kind of. Yeah. She, I think her personality is what really keeps her on the show. She's filled with drama. I don't even think that's it. I think she just finds a new boo every season and they're like, might as well film it. I think that's the point. Yeah, I think that's the point. But other than that, I've been watching a lot of horror movies. You know, it's spooky season. So, you know, got the horror classics playing. Are you going to go out this spooky season on Halloween? Um, I don't think so. You're going to roam the streets? I don't think anything's going to be open for me to do anything or be outside. Like, no festivities are going to happen. We outside. No, I, I catch really, me catch me outside. I really feel as though people are going to get extra crazy this Halloween for some reason. You think so? Yeah, I feel like people are going to like, I mean, like, I mean, we live in New York. If you live in New York, you know, Halloween is one of those days in certain areas, it gets lit. And there's, you know, people rob each other and do dumb shit. I just feel like because everybody is home, 
it might get even crazier. So. Well, I'm going to be in the comfort of my own home. Same. Getting a bunch of cavities. <laughs> Watching my horror classics. You can go see my Insta famous dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I might have to. November. I'm gonna come see you. Um oh, and I also watched Cuties. Good. I finally got to it. I needed to see what all of this attention was about. Yeah. The social media hype. Um oh, God. I don't understand why it got such a... Well, no, I take that back. I completely understand why it got the backlash that it did. Do I think it's something to protest about? No. Right. I I feel the same way. I understand why it got the backlash that it did. I just don't understand um, why such an uproar. Yeah. Um, There's much worse on TV. and much worse that I've seen throughout the years. And it's not something that I would go out and protest about. Like, right. not at all. Right. Because, like, nobody you, was harmed in right. the filming of Cuties. Right. It's actresses. Like, there was no no harm done, you know? I mean, of course, I see that it could... I mean, I watched, I watched it too, obviously. You know this. And I agree. It was definitely distasteful. Would you agree? It was. <laughs> no, it really was. It yeah. was like, whoa. For anybody who hasn't watched Cuties, um, it's a French movie that's streaming on Netflix. If you haven't heard of it, then you're living under a rock at this point and you don't have social media. But it's gotten all of this backlash because it's been overly sexualized. It, it, it's it's overly sexualized young girls. Yes. And most people say that it'll excite pedophiles. Which it totally can. There's a lot of close-up shots of young girls that are just, it's inappropriate. That was was the thing for me. That was what made the movie so uncomfortable was the the close-up shots. Right. And how long they left the shots. It was prolonged. Yeah, Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Yeah. So, um, a little background on Cuties. I don't know, Rhea, if you know about this, but uh, the movie was written by a woman. Uh, her name is, I'm going to chop this up. Her name is Mia Muna Ducure. And she wrote the m- movie because she had gone to a neighborhood gathering where there were a group of girls who did a dance and she found them very provocative and it kind of sent her on this journey to want to understand where young children's minds are at, right? So she ended up interviewing hundreds of teenage girls. Well, not teenage, hundreds, hundreds of girls. And um, she wanted to know about young girls and their experiences navigating through this world. Not the world you and I grew up in, Rhea, but this world. Right. And... um to see where their thoughts were about femininity and how they they dealt with puberty and their own life circumstances. Now, I feel as though because of like algorithms and stuff like that, we get stuck in this bubble and if you saw the hype about cuties and then didn't then watched it and then didn't go out of your way to 
figure out why it was made, then you of course you would have this oh, definitely you're just you're twisted gonna be, mentality. About yeah, it. you're gonna be right alongside everyone. With picket signs. Yeah, with picket signs saying, <laughs> why is this up? This is disgusting. You know, instead of taking a moment, doing the research and trying to find out, was there a point? Yeah, which, by the way, the only country that had a problem with it was America. I bet. So it, We have feelings. I don't think it's that we have feelings. I think it's that in other countries... Well, no, excuse me. In particular... Europe, their commercials are very sexy. Like, they do not hold back. And, you know, I mean, you're even allowed to drink at 15, 16, 16 yeah. you know? So it's it's a little different, right? And we're not used to that. I mean, even, like, um, Skins, right? Yeah, Skins was, was European, wild. right? Yeah, Skins yeah. was completely wild and got canceled in the U.S. because... It was too much. Right. It was too much for American television. Right. But so, again, it's a different culture. Right. Yeah. But I also think that they highlight the difficulties that teenagers go through. So in America, it's the idea, don't ask, don't tell. You know what I mean? Or don't show, don't talk about it, keep it in the closet, you know, don't show your skeletons. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though in Europe, I'm not from Europe, but- Watching their programs and stuff like that. Because I do like European television, for sure. Shameless. Um, sh- oh, my gosh. Yeah, Shameless is a European show. Yep. There I are a lot that. of shows that Americans have stolen from Europe mm-hmm. and Australia. We are not that original. original. <laughs> no, we are definitely not. Um, and even, like, Degrassi. Degrassi's not from America. Right. It's a Canadian show. Uh-huh. Uh, love the grassy by the way same but i feel as though in europe they allow for a conversation with children to be ha- to have to you know to have that conversation in america parents don't have those conversations so what does your kid do your kid goes and learns it from sally joe simpson in seventh grade who's a thought <laughs> and that's your fault that she's learning from sally joe if you would have told your kid, you know, this is this is you're going to start feeling these things, you're going to go through hormones, you're going to do all these things, then maybe your kid wouldn't be trying to find the answers from a movie like Cuties. I mean, yes, I agree with that and I disagree, but it all depends because when I was growing up, there weren't conversations no. about uh, sexuality and right. And where did you go to go find those conversations? school exactly yeah but i didn't act out on it i know you didn't but how many people can you name that did no you're right you're right but it is um it's something when it comes to the movie cuties i feel like people should have done their research before going crazy going to the courts going protesting oh right let them know let them know october 6th the Texas grand jury indicted Netflix for the film. <laughs> ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I think that's ridiculous. No matter how many times I say it, I still laugh like, about Like what? It. Do, explain. Do, I didn't look into that. But I don't know the details, but. 
is it trying to get it off of Netflix? Because that, okay, if you feel some type of way, fine. I understand it makes you uncomfortable. It's a pedo's haven. You know, I get trying to get it off of Netflix. That I can understand. Yeah. But are they like suing the I don't really, I really or? don't know the details. I just know that they took the freaking time. When like, again, nobody got hurt filming this film. We can obviously speculate about how many, oh, pedophiles watched it, whatever, right? But at the end of the day, like, you and I both know there are so many movies that have way so more. many. <laughs> it's not. If they didn't go to Cuties, they would have found something else. Correct. They would have found something else. Like, I also think because everyone's home right now, it's like leaving this, like, space for everyone to gang up on one topic. Everyone is bored. Correct. And if they're not bored, even if you have like a day job and you're, you know, working from home, a lot of people are on their phone. So it's like, oh, what are we going to talk about today? Like, who's like, who's on the chopping block today? Yeah. We're in the age of cancel culture. Right. Which, fuck you. Like, don't do that. You're ruining careers. Right. And being a little bit sensitive. Just a little bit sensitive. And judgy. Because- Everyone has skeletons in their closet. And I do feel as though, like, that saying, like, you can't cast a stone while living in a glass house. Mm-hmm. What, what did, how did 50 say it? Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. And if you got a glass go- jaw, you should watch your mouth. <laughs> but dead ass, though. Like, seriously, you can't just be out here throwing stones at people when you don't have you're not living this pious perfect life right so i do think that it's a little obnoxious for everyone to jump on the bandwagon yes are there children being abused in their own home yes there are but this has been going on before cuties before but my point is is like if you're gonna pay attention to something or if you're gonna put all your energy into that put all your energy into people who are actually getting hurt Right. Don't put your energy into a movie that's on Netflix. And if you don't want your kid to watch it, put on fucking parent controls. Yeah, I I agree that there are so many movies that. How about you name them? (laughs) Let's go, because I got a couple. I know Um, you got a couple. Movie wise that are worse. There's kids. There's. Mm. 13, there's American Beauty, there's Ooh. Cruel Intentions. Ooh, such a good one. Cruel Intentions definitely, um, it was a little incesty. Yes. Incestual, I'm sorry. It incestual. was definitely incestual. It was a little incestual. Um, yep. There was, you know, girl on girl makeout scene. Yep. Drugs. Stepbrother and stepsister. Yeah, yeah. Making That's out. That's why I'm saying a little incestual. Yeah. They weren't yeah. related. And still. like, I didn't do drugs. But when I forget when Sarah Michelle Geller gets caught at the end scene, this oh, is a spoiler alert crucifix. with the crucifix that has the cocaine in it. I was like, that is so cool. I, I want had, one. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, I had no idea what the hell it even was. Me neither. But that cool, made though. me so. That movie made me so curious. Right. More than any other. I mean, I saw kids later than Cruel Intentions. I saw Cruel Intentions first, and then I probably really? saw 13. 
And then, yeah, Cruel Intentions is like, what year? Google that. What year did Cruel Intentions come out? That was probably the 90s, maybe? No. It had to 99, be like 2001. Yeah. No. So we were 11. That movie made me curious as shit. When I saw those two girls kiss, I was like, do I like this? <laughs> <laughs> when when and and what's his face um ryan felipe i had the hugest he was hot it came out in 99 yo yes I, we were 10 i was you yeah. were nine you should not have been watching that movie i shouldn't have been either but i was hyped i i loved that movie dead ass i really did yeah it's still one of my favorites so if it's on i'm watching it like, if I happen to catch cable, which I never do because I stream everything. Yeah, but movies like um, like American Beauty, that was that was a movie about a guy, like, pretty much having a midlife crisis. You know, I never saw that. Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I All I know is about the chick in the roses and her on, like, that's all That I know. is a high school girl. And that scene that you saw is the dad fantasizing about her. Ah. Yeah. And I don't remember, maybe there was an uproar, but I don't remember there being ever protest about, oh, right. this is, this is. Ban it from the, from the, from Fandango. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't think it got that type of hype. Um, American Pie. He fucked a pie. <laughs> Literally open scene. His dick is in a pie. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many, so many movies out there and. Cuties is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. I can completely understand why people are like a pedophile. This is a pedophile's movie. This is a a movie for pedophiles. This was made by pedophiles. And not to lie, I thought that this movie was filmed and directed by a male. Is that messed up? No, no. I understand why you would think that. I thought a guy made this movie. And then you're telling me it's produced by a man. But it was... But it was written written by a woman. Yeah, see, I didn't think any of that. I thought it was just male, male, male. Right. And that's kind of messed up for me to think that. But I still, even finishing the movie, I didn't like the way it ended. Those girls can't dance. Um, (laughs) Judgy. I just, I didn't get angry. I didn't get so upset. I was uncomfortable, yes. Yeah. That was the most... I was like, wow, I'm uncomfortable watching this. Maybe this shouldn't be so accessible, but I don't, I really don't see the big deal. Can I just tell you what she said about the movie? Yeah, um, go ahead. Her direct quote for the movie was, and this is not her direct quote just for the movie. It was just like all of the information that she cataloged from all these women, excuse me, from all these girls. Um, and she wrote, she said, excuse me. Girls see that the more a woman is overly sexualized on social media, the more she's successful, end quote. Now, the second quote that I thought was really interesting, too, was um, when it it talks about the movie. This is the first quote is in relation to her interviewing the girls. Right. And what she found about what they said about their own life. These are 11 year old girls being interviewed and they all agreed And they all basically insinuated that if you're sexy on social media, you will get it. You will be successful. And then her quote for the movie was, 
is a mirror of today's society, a mirror sometimes difficult to look into and accept, but still so true. Mm. So I think she had intention behind the movie to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it was purposeful. Right. Because you and I don't know what it's like to be 11 in this day and age. We didn't have TikTok, Snapchat, filters. Like, can you imagine being a young girl, you know, having pimples on your face? I mean, like, I have adult acne, so I'm like, I'm not one to talk. (laughs) But I'm not, but I don't care to put a filter on my face because I'm at the age where, like, I'm like, well, this is me, you know? Take me as I am. Yeah, I can't do anything about it, right? But can you imagine being like going through puberty, you know, having all of these changes happen and basically there's a whole bunch of not even that older, 18 year olds, 19 year olds, you're 11. They're not that much older than you, really. Shaking their ass, showing their tits and they have millions of followers and they have butt lifts and lip injections and they have filters on and they have like a cake face because like I don't wear makeup like that, but they're. Yeah, today's, some people today's beat their beauty, face to the gods. No, today's beauty is definitely defined completely differently from when we were younger, because I feel like growing up, beauty was more. It was there was more of a natural approach to what yeah. beauty was. Not really like in the modeling. That's completely different. Like, of course, you had to yeah. be a skinny twig. Right. But as far as like makeup wise, it's not as advanced as it is now. All the cosmetics. That are available now, the extreme procedures that people take, um, you know, to fit in this uh, category of what they believe beauty is. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately now, yes, children, especially young girls, do believe that over-sexualizing themselves and showing their bodies is a way of success. Because I am, let me tell you, I am so tired of going onto Instagram um, and seeing all these videos, all videos are just People twerking, women twerking, men twerking, boys twerking, <laughs> monkeys twerking, mm-hmm. like ev- dogs twerking. Mm-hmm. Every everything is a twerk, you know, booties in your face, um, and that's what gets attention. That's what we've allowed to get the most attention, you know. Yeah. That like because because sex sells, yeah. and this is the day and age we live in. A day and age of OnlyFans, yeah. OnlyFans, you get paid. If you had a kid, would you let them have a phone? Uh, I don't know. Don't ask me that because at this point, I might not even have any. <laughs> no, but like, could you imagine being a mom right now and having an eight, nine-year-old daughter? Let me tell you. Let me let me just give you like a little quick story. My mom comes home one day and she tells me about her coworker. I mean, like, I hope her coworker doesn't listen to this. I'm about to like oust her kid right now. <laughs> But her kid is really young and it's quarantine, right? She can't hang out with any of her friends. And she has a crush on this boy. And this boy was hanging out with his sisters who were older, right? But they're like, they, they're like eight, nine. They're not over 10, okay? Do you know that this little girl snuck out of her house? And then she realized when she came back, she didn't know how to get into the house. So she had to ring the doorbell. She was stuck outside. Right. Do you know she told her mom that in the middle of the night, somebody rang the doorbell. She went to the door, opened it, and they kidnapped her. What? No. No. And my mom was saying, like, she could tell that she's like, you know, me and this coworker aren't like the best of friends. But she could tell that she was off and she had been crying and she just wanted to know what was wrong. 
And that's the fucking story she tells my mom. Wait, but did she believe her daughter? She did at first, but then she had shoes on. So her mom was like, well, how did they take you if you have shoes on? You had time. You put on shoes to answer the door. Right. And then, like, the whole story unraveled that, like, she wanted to just see this young kid. And, like, you know, I can imagine what it's like being a child and not being able to have access to your friends because of quarantine and all that stuff. That's crazy, you know? What to say that you're kidnapped, though? Yeah. That's extreme. And so, who were you going to say did it? She said, like, men did it. You know, so, like, the the the... I know this is not overly sexualized, but this is an I- idea of how hyper aware kids are because of the phone. Because they get to see all the movies. They get to see all the content. Mm-hmm. They get to see the Me Too movement. They get to see all these things that are happening. And if you think that they're not watching, you're silly. Yeah, but they're not even aware of the repercussions of something like that. Or the context of it. Yeah. Right? So she was dead going to get like some random men arrested. That's wild. That is wild. Yeah. Uh, man, I really hope that that mom uh, had a, conversation, a serious, long conversation with her daughter. Yeah. And then she said, like, she, like, took away her phone and all that. And I told my mom, I was like, that's not, that's gonna not going to help her. Yeah. What's going to help her is allowing her to have the phone, but having a conversation about the phone. This phone can be used for bad and this phone can be used for good. And that's up to you. You can't control what your kid is. gonna. I mean, like, I, I, I'm saying this like I have fucking kids and like I know what it's <laughs> like. But if I was a mother, I mean, obviously you cannot depict what you would and wouldn't do because, I mean, shit hits the fan, right? When you're, when you're a mom. And moms, I don't want you to listen to this and be like, these bitches, how dare they? They you have know? no idea. No, I don't mean that. I'm just saying that I, I, I wish, let me... Let me backtrack. I wish when I was younger, my mom had conversations with me, but there were opportunities for more conversations. Yeah. And I feel like she held back on that. And I understand why she held back on yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a protective thing, too. Right. But then what happened is it's like she didn't understand that the internet didn't exist when my brother was raised. It didn't exist when she was younger. But it, but we... We're the most, we were the most, we We were were the experimental group, basically. Right? So, I remember in fourth grade was the first time, like, we were one of the only schools that had access to, we had all the new um, Mac, like, the the clear Mac. The fat back? Yes, the fat back computer. Monitors, yeah. PC, yeah. We had them, and we only used them to learn how to type. They wanted us to learn how to type, right? But that, like, quickly escalated. Then there was, like, AOL. Then there was, like, you know, all these things, right? So my my point is just that I wish my mom would have had more conversations with me because what happened was it left the world to teach it to me. It left the internet to teach it to yeah, me. Yeah, I didn't learn anything from when it comes to sex i didn't learn any of that from from home yeah from my parents i don't know if it was probably because it was more uncomfortable for them yeah not for you that came like so much later when i was like i already know this stuff yeah you know um and also like drugs too and there was no conversation about drugs nope all i knew was drugs were bad that was the basis that was at the the (laughs) highlight that's where it started and ended. say no to drugs drugs are bad for you yeah 
and you can be an addict. Like, I didn't know anything in between that. And I wish my mom would have been like, yeah, I smoked some weed when I was younger. And, like, I I got super paranoid because maybe I wouldn't have started smoking weed and getting super paranoid. Because, obviously, that's fucking genetic. Like, you know, because I smoke weed now and I'm super paranoid. But, yeah, I wouldn't know what it would be like to live in a world with something like OnlyFans and TikTok and stuff like that. OnlyFans. So, so, yeah, speaking of OnlyFans, what's your take? Listen, I do not knock anyone's hustle. I really don't. Do I think people who do OnlyFans, make OnlyFans, should make more than lawyers? Maybe not. <laughs> but this, Or teachers? Or teachers. Definitely not more than teachers. But this is just a new form of sex work. Like, Yeah, I, I, I have a, like this hate-love relationship with OnlyFans because like, like you as well, I have friends that partake in OnlyFans content. And I understand that it's a form of safe sex work, but I also think the wrong people are ingesting it. If there was a way to filter the content for only people over 21, then whatever. Who cares? But the fact that your kid could possibly open up Twitter and see titties, like legit titties, ass or or dick going into someone's ass with no i'm not even trying to be like ridiculous like no i opened my freaking twitter the other day and that's what i saw someone promoting their only fans yes and she was fucking in the park (laughs) yeah but no it's funny though because no listen i don't mean to laugh like (laughs) i don't mean to laugh but that right there first of all that's brave as hell to put that out there (laughs) i give her kudos like she, she was butt naked. She was. She had like a little crop top on, and her jeans were at her ankles. And she was. He was dogging her from the back. The bravery. So one, she's brave. Two, that right there is what gets the clicks. That right there is what gets subscribers. You know, there's a yeah. method to it. Obviously, you have to put it out there. So no yeah, one's just gonna stumble on her. OnlyFans, yeah, and even and even if they do, they might not click on it. But, but if she's out there and she has the following, and she's like, you know what, I need to make some money. I don't want to gonna- see that shit though. <laughs> My algorithm should know better. But I don't. I don't. It's <laughs> all right. It's a touchy thing because I feel like if you have an OnlyFans, do you boo? Like that is your prerogative. That is your choice. Right. I cannot speak on it it's my choice not to have one it's my choice to make money a different way that is me i cannot judge someone else's hustle or or you know their their choice of income it's easy money if i had that type of bone in my body i'd have an OnlyFans. yeah but that's like saying okay well easy money is drug dealing so if i had that bone in my body i'd be on the corner selling some crook (laughs) I just, it's not, I don't judge the person who has only, I don't give a shit what they do. I give a shit who's ingesting the content. That is what I'm talking about. I don't give a shit if you shake your ass. I don't give a shit if you put a dick in your ass. There's probably a small little button on the bottom that says, I am 18 years old. Girl, no, it played. It automatically was her getting fucked. 
Wait, wait, wait. So you have access to her videos without subscribing? No, it was like her little advertisement was like join OnlyFans. <laughs> so you and saw- she was getting dogs from the back. Yes. And you saw it all. Yeah. Like it was- Girl, <laughs> I could whip it out. And then there was a point where like she was like in a car, a fly ass car. And it was like. OnlyFans money. And it was like. <sighs> when I kiss him, it tastes like my cooter pooter or pooter cooter. <laughs> bitch oh my goodness yeah but see somebody's gonna be like wait what and click so that is clickbait i'm not paying 5.99 <laughs> so i can know what your mouth tastes like your, that when you kiss him it tastes like your asshole <laughs> fuck you fuck that oh uh, man it's i don't know that she's selling the content though whoever no, that is yeah, she knows again, how to get i them. don't care because i don't give a shit because i'm i'm over the age where like i'm at the point where i'm trying to make money in a way that's going to satisfy me. If that satisfies you, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? But my issue is that I've just noticed that there's so many young people who are not striving to go to school because again, it's expensive to go to school, right? You go to school and mad people still can't get jobs. Like it's not their fault that they are taking this route. It's the fault of our systems that have made it easier for you to get money on OnlyFans than for you to be a teacher. BLM all day. BLM all day. But cops, they don't make that much fucking money, right? So teachers, a, a janitor, like the MTA, there's even even oh, the guy who flies you from New York to Miami so that you can have your Miami weekend isn't getting paid shit. And you expect him not to drink on the job? Like, I just, I don't think that we have... Our government has made it accept- accessible for you to also have a normal job and make money too. And no, that's of not, not of and not. that is not women on OnlyFans' fault at all. So I don't blame them. You yeah, know there's I mean? also, but I, I see your point, but there's also people who just, without even trying the route of education and job and, you know, the, the, what society has told us. Yeah, cause that's, that's also not, I'm not pushing that either. Cause you could not go to school and, and be successful. Be a billionaire. Yep. There are tons of them. Yeah, but some people are just like, people brag about it on YouTube, how much yeah. money they're making. Um, and boom, they're like, yeah. easy money? What? Of course. Why not? Again, I don't give a fuck about that. I just don't want kids to eliminate all the other options in their head because being Instagram famous is more important. Right. So did you, I have a little, I have a little background on OnlyFans, if you would like to know. Go ahead, go ahead. Some of the details, some of the facts. The founder of OnlyFans is a white 37-year-old named Timothy Stokely. He comes from a rich family. And I'm accentuating these things because I think it's important to see at least from my perspective, a lot of white older men make money off of brown and black girls shaking their ass. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm going to keep that a buck. Like, most sugar daddies are white people. <laughs> yeah, these rich men, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he he comes from a rich family, um, which is not a surprise. And he's had, he's had other ventures in online sex work before this. And then he ventured out and he founded OnlyFans. Now, like me and Rhea was speaking about, there's you can make so much money on OnlyFans. So during the lockdown, this the site actually exploded. People had the time. 
Well, not even that. A lot of people lost their jobs. And now they're like, all right, well, I'm cute. They had the a, time. I have an yeah. ass. So and they had the time. Fuck it, right? And he has made more than $1.2 billion. That's insane. And I believe it's in four years he's made that money. But OnlyFans takes a huge ass cut. It's not like, I think it's 20% or 40%. Why is it because like you have to pay the workers? Like It's basically like, if I mean, I don't know if anybody has a stripper friend out there, but when you're stripping, you pay the house. So that's basically what you're doing. So basically, OnlyFans is your pimp, and you have to pay him a cut because they are providing you with the platform. Right, 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 right. So you're not paying for the platform, right? But I wonder how much really, realistically, how much does it fucking cost for them to run the platform? I don't think it's that freaking much. I just think this kind of full circle moment goes back to what Mia Muna Ducare was talking about, which is the idea that society sees profit from being sexy. Sex sells. Yeah. Always and forever. Right. Right. The apocalypse could happen. <laughs> and there would be hookers. There'd there be will be strippers. Yes, yes. There yes. will be hookers. There yes. will be prostitutes. Tale, if you've never seen that. <laughs> It'll still happen. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Like no matter what there have been prostitutes. Oh my God. So when I went to Italy, I went to Pompeii. For anybody who doesn't know what Pompeii is, it's basically a city that got demolished by a volcano. It's been preserved under volcanic ash and they excavated the city. And you're allowed to go see it. So yeah, we went to go I've see seen it. Before. And I was, I was a weird child. My mom read me the book of Pompeii. I asked her to read it to me over and over again. Mind you, like, kids die in the book, but, like, I loved it. Oh, you're a little morbid. I loved it. I don't know why. There was, like, a little bit of a love story. I don't know. I, it was, like, kind of, like, a scary, but I don't know what was my obsession with it. But seeing it as an adult, I was really, well, as a young adult, I was really excited to go. Yeah, that's, like, me and my obsession for tornadoes and hurricanes. Yeah, like, can you imagine, like, going on, like, a tornado, like, watch? That would have been awesome. Not my cup of tea. I have nightmares from things like that. But, but so I was really excited to go see Pompeii. So we went to Italy. It was I was on a high school trip. And when I speak about this, because I want to say that, like, this is obvious that prostitution has been around forever and like sex work has been around forever on the pavement. <laughs> on the pavement, mm-hmm. there were pictures of dicks. Yes. Wait, 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 what? There were pictures of penises on the pavement on little like the the brick blocks so let me explain they're like octagon they were octagon shaped bricks with dicks on them (laughs) our tour guide she explained that the direction the dick was pointing Uh was the you would follow all the dicks on the floor to get to the whorehouse was this made after no 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 that is what it was during yes during that time that's crazy so yeah like you're saying like sex sells it's always been in our culture but the thing is it's like now instead of it being kind of like this like hidden pocket thing which i also think when it's hidden it leaves room for a lot of people during doing sex work to get hurt and Mm -hmm. abused so i do understand why only fans is a safe environment and i totally agree with that I wish there was a way for us to filter the content for impressionable minds. Listen, there probably is. Maybe it's intentional. Oh, hell yeah. They want the youngest of the young to be shaking their ass. The younger they are, the better for them. 
if I had a child in 2020 and she had a cell phone and she had access to OnlyFans, I'd be petrified. I mean, I wouldn't want her idols to be a chick on OnlyFans. Agreed. I'd want her idols to be someone like Jane Fonda. Super hot. I have a thing for older women. <laughs> yeah, women. you do. <laughs> I'll counter that with Kamala Harris because we know. I take, look up to Lisa Simpson. <laughs> That's a good one. Lisa Simpson <laughs> is like. She didn't take no shit. She Hella read smart. books. Hella smart. Hella smart. Look yeah. up to Lisa Simpson. I don't know. There's so many. Michelle Obama, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Right. Any any activist that's out there. Sarah Paulson. She's hot. Man, <laughs> I have a thing. You are definitely like um a MILF. I don't even know how to predator. <laughs> that is so You're fucked a up. MILF predator. No, that is not the way you explain that. Like and you don't have mommy issues, so I not don't understand yeah. where this comes from. I don't either. But like Mariska Hardate? Yes, another one. Yeah, these are women that I would definitely want my child to Or their mother. With. It depends. No, of course. Yeah, it of depends. Course, of course, of course, of course. But a lot of young women, have they have all these artists too, that they all these role models that they look up to. Um, a lot of pop artists. Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce. Hello. Beyonce owns Mount Light Lega. Like, 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 even though that is not a song you should look up to. But, yeah. Beyonce is one of the top women that I can think of that a lot of women, grown women as yeah, well, look yeah. up to and idolize. Yeah. She's pretty much an icon. Yeah, and you were telling me about her, uh, about charity and stuff like that. Yeah, she's done a lot. She's worked with United Negro College Fund. She's worked with Global Citizen. She's worked with Save the Children. She's um, worked with, uh, what do they call, Food Bank of NYC. She's also, she also created the uh, Survivor Foundation following Hurricane Katrina with Kelly Rowland, Sister Power, the Clinton Bush Haiti Fund. That's questionable. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there because the Beyonce is untouchable, you know? So, but I'm, I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to scold her about that one because so many people got so much heat off of that. What do you mean? Because they said that they like stole Haitian children and brought them back to. Oh, right. This. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a beehive person Same. member. I don't understand why she. Well. Be careful. I don't want the beehive in the comments, girl. Be careful. I respect Beyonce as an artist. I just don't get that crazy, that crazy fandom. Yeah. I don't fangirl out for Beyonce at all. Same. She has bangers. She has hits. Definitely. She has songs that are extremely catchy and will stick with you for months. (laughs) I woke up like this for months. (laughs) I just see other female artists. On a higher, I hold them on a higher pedestal than I do Beyonce. Rihanna. Lady Gaga. Demi Lovato. Britney Spears. Miley Cyrus. So many. Janet Jackson. There's definitely a lot. Madonna. Yeah. Beyonce or Rihanna? Rihanna. Beyonce or Lady Gaga? Beyonce. Beyonce or Taylor Swift? Beyonce, because I hate Taylor Swift. Beyonce or Britney Spears? It's Britney, bitch. Beyonce or Amy Winehouse? 
Amy Winehouse. Beyonce or Adele? Adele. Rihanna or Beyonce? Rihanna. Beyonce or Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. Beyonce or Amy Winehouse? Beyonce. Beyonce, you know, she makes you want to move your booty more. Beyonce or Adele? Adele. Beyonce or Ciara? Beyonce. Beyonce or Lady Gaga? Beyonce. Beyonce or Rihanna? Ooh, not that. We got a battle. And I might... I might take Rihanna. Rihanna has some bangers. Now. I might take Rihanna. I might. <laughs> I might. But there's, you know, we can go back and forth. But, okay. Beyonce or Britney Spears? Oh, really? <laughs> Beyonce. Rihanna or Beyonce? Rihanna, for sure. Adele or Beyonce? Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, Adele been tripping, ladies. I'm about to get it once to Beyonce. Beyonce or Taylor Swift? Beyonce. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of female artists who are rock stars and they don't have much uh, uh, Beyonce is like Michael Jackson fandom. She has a cult. She, for real. She really, really does. Yeah. I think her cult is even bigger than anybody else's, to be honest. She doesn't have as many followers as Dwayne The Rock Johnson, though. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Like I said before, Beyonce is untouchable. You know, you listed all these good things. But uh, I'm here to stir some shit. <laughs> For anybody who hasn't watched Black is King, I didn't realize that Black is King is not a new album, that it's actually based off of her last album that was put out in 2019 for The Lion King. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, she had like this album. She basically did the whole soundtrack for Lion King. Those songs are what she incorporated into that whole, I don't even know what to call it, like a, a movie? A, yeah, a, I guess. A, a musical? Like, <laughs> what is it, what is Black is King? That was like a documentary. On what? Uh, Stop it. It was a movie, right? That was some bullshit. <laughs> Black is King was a movie. Now. Homecoming. Homecoming. That was a concert. That was not a documentary. And I don't understand why they categorized it under documentary. Yeah, it was definitely not. That is not a documentary. The Coachella concert. That's a concert. Yeah. It was entertaining to watch. It was. Me and me and Rhea were dancing. The best part was Destiny's Child. Fire. At the end. Fire. The best part. Um, and when she sang her old song, like, D-D-D-Diva is a female version of a hustler. I was hyped. <laughs> Her Sasha Fierce days, I was hype, man. I was hype. I also did a lot of Molly at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and them beats was kicking. <laughs> so still when I hear Diva, I'm like, oh shit, I'm back there. It's like trigger warning. <laughs> it's like a, a relapse of an acid trip. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but we've talked that about beat, a lot of that good beat does like a placebo effect <laughs> yeah we've talked a lot of good so i'm gonna talk shit like i said so black is king was on disney channel i found out that disney channel is not available in africa wasn't it filmed in africa oh it was filmed in all parts of africa girl on top of it being filmed in all parts of africa it also had a lot of african artists like the concept of Black is King is is beautiful. Brown skinned girl. I believe it's water. 
that it's called. Um, then there was like a, a song called Nile. There's a whole bunch of songs that were popping. There's a part where there's beadwork on her outfits and they're actually done by women from Kenya and this tribe. So she incorporated a lot of aspects of Africa. She had African artists. Like it was beautiful. It, it highlighted African culture and where a lot of African Americans from, you know, that were brung here in fucking shackles. It highlighted you know, their indigenous backgrounds. And and I found that so beautiful. But for it not to be accessible in Africa pisses me off. That shit pisses me off. What do you think is the main reason why it's not accessible in Africa? Well, I mean, it's accessible in India. What the fuck? (laughs) What? Excuse me? And it's accessible in so many white countries, like Norway and Amsterdam and fucking Europe and... All, like you know and that kind of like annoys me because the only brown country that it is accessible is, is, is in india india yeah america which is like multicultural and so are a lot of other a lot of these other places but i don't think norway is really like multi i mean i don't want to talk shit because i've never been to norway i don't fucking know what goes on in norway <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just saying that like my assumption of norway is that it's not you know but um, I do think that it's fucked up that it wasn't accessible to a lot of children in Africa because of such of, of how much it highlighted African culture and it was beautifully done. I think every brown skin girl needs to have access to this. So I would have loved for it to be seen on a platform like YouTube. YouTube. Jinx. Jinx. Double again. jinx. <laughs> you know, and even Netflix, like so many places have Netflix, you know? Yeah, I'm surprised it, it's not on Netflix. It, there has to, it has to be a contract thing. Well, yeah, because the soundtrack is from The Lion King. So it had to be... Exclusively on Disney. Yes, exactly. Who knows? She could have been trying for months and months and right. months to we get don't know. it. You know what I mean? To get the like the logistics of it figured out. And I don't know if she spent time trying to. But... That is my issue with Beyonce. I feel like when she wants, she, when she should say some shit, she don't say some shit. Like when she's like, when, when people have closed doors on her, cause obviously in the music industry, we know that there's so much issue. There's so many issues with women mm-hmm. and black, brown. We know, right? And I just think that if she was to come out and be like, yo, I tried to put this shit on YouTube. But these motherfuckers ain't Latin. And she doesn't have to say it like that because she can't, she can't, you know, uh, cut off the hand that feeds her. But I just, you know, I wish she would have been more vocal about the fact that, listen, I know that it's not accessible to people in Africa. And she could have put on her voice and she should have been like, you know, I'm so sorry <laughs> to the beehive. I love you all. I'm from Texas, baby. <laughs> I'm with Jay-Z, baby. <laughs> stupid but you know i just wish she would have done that i wish you know i don't know i don't know i feel like there's so many other artists that speak out but whatever our point of this is what ria who we would rather the youth look up to in our opinion you know yeah um to each its own honestly i'm not so on that note take care of your motherfucking kids you know (laughs) (laughs) that was aggressive (laughs) nah but nah but like honestly i say that only because like i was raised in a world 
where at least there was some type of social media. And my mom was, I came out not too bad. My mom was completely clueless to the internet. So I had no supervision when it came to the (laughs) internet. I was watching porno. So much porno. So much porno. So early on, it's incredible. (laughs) It should be illegal. (laughs) Yeah, but were you like, I don't think you were that bad of a kid. No, I wasn't a terrible kid. Yeah. Was I rebellious? Yes. Definitely. But I wasn't selling my ass for cash at 14. Yeah, I don't want to come off judgy in this podcast saying that like this whole time I've clearly stated over and over again, you have to. It's not about them. It's just about the youth. Right. And I think it's just so important for us to put out the message that that's not your only way to do it the right way, you know? Um, but how are we going to end this? We got to end it, right? How about some dares? Okay. I'm with that. I dare you guys to watch Cruel Intentions because that movie's kind of awesome. <laughs> yes. 18 and over though right yeah i guess (laughs) now i dare our listeners to have an open conversation with anyone in their family that's under 15 about social media oh okay but if it goes left do not come for me (laughs) don't do it so we out we'll catch you next time over and out over and out (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I repeated what you said. Oh. This is going to end it with laughing. <laughs> we made it through episode one. Woohoo. Thanks for listening, guys. You know how this works. Please follow us on all platforms at We Dare You Podcast. This is meant to be interactive, so we need your questions and comments sent to our Gmail at the same handle. As always, stay safe, stay a little weird, and remember to dare yourself to be and think different.